my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. And of course, if you've been tuning in every week, you already know we are talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. I'm bringing you the most up-to-date information on a regular basis so you can stay informed. So you can take advantage of what is seriously, literally, I'm not trying to exaggerate, the biggest opportunity that you'll ever see in your life. Um, not just not just your life or my life, but multiple generations. It's literally that big. Uh, it's a it's a technological revolution. It's already making people millionaires and billionaires, and you need to take advantage of this if you're not already. And so I'm trying to bring you that information each and every week so you can take advantage of it. Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and the decentralized revolution. Now, just real quick, if you're listening, you know how important this is. You don't want to miss it. So grab your phone, put a reminder, this station, this time, this channel, and make sure to tune in with me each and every week because I am going to be giving you this asymmetric information. That means information most people don't have. You'll be more informed than most people. You'll be able to go to that party and you'll seem like the most knowledgeable guy there because you've been listening to the Mark Moss Show and I'm filling you in on the most important things. Now, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Now, if you listen to me each and every week, you know I say over and over and over that the price is a short-term distraction. 
All right, it's a short-term distraction, but it's also what I like to call a loss leader. It's the bait and switch. It baits you in on the price. I, I, I'm hoping to make more US dollars. I'm hoping to increase my US dollar stack. So it baits you in with hopes of getting rich, and then it switches you into understanding that this is a tool for freedom. This is a tool to change the world for the better. It's going to be an amazing world on the other side of this when we have a Bitcoin standard. Now, uh, but let's talk about the price because it is the bait and switch. It is the bait that brings you in. And of course, if you're paying attention to Bitcoin and the, and the cryptocurrency space at all, then you probably already know by now. And if you don't, Bitcoin hit a new all-time high this week. As a matter of fact, we got up over 68,000. I think we almost got to $69,000, 69, 69, US dollars, that is. Uh, the entire cryptocurrency market, uh, market cap jumped up as well. We hit the $3 trillion market cap, which is amazing. So the market cap basically means um, all the existing tokens. So like with Bitcoin, for example, there will never be more than 21 million Bitcoin. But right now, there's somewhere about 18 and a half million that are already in circulation. The rest will come out at some point. And so you take the price of one Bitcoin, so at 68,000, for example, um, times the existing supply, um, then you get the market cap. So right now, times the existing supply, um, then you get the market cap. So right now, Bitcoin is about 65,000. There's about 18.8 million in circulation. So you take the 65,000 times the 18.8, and it gives you a market cap of about $1.2 trillion. So that's kind of how that works. And just if you're wondering. Now, um, one thing that's a little bit misleading about the market cap is it's the market cap, um, it's the price of the coin itself, or so for if, if we're talking about Ethereum, it's about $4,700, and there's about uh, yeah, uh, $4,700, and there's about 118 million Ethereum in circulation. And so then you would take the 4,700 times the 118 million in circulation, gets you about a market cap of about $561 billion. Now, it's a little bit misleading about those numbers, just so you know, is that tells you the, the dollar amount of one unit times the amount of circulating supply. No different if you're talking about Tesla stock or Facebook stock, or I guess I should say now the, the meta stock. <laughs> I don't know if they've officially switched over yet, but um, you would take the price of that stock times the circulating supply. But it's a little bit misleading because what we typically like to do as investors, we want to know what the fully diluted supply is, the fi fully diluted market cap. So what does that mean? So we take the price of Bitcoin at 64000 or 65000 times not the circulating supply, which is about 18, almost 19 um, million, but times the fully diluted. So with Bitcoin, there will never be more than 21 million. So you take the 21 million times the price, and that's a fully diluted market cap. Um, when you're looking at stocks, again, Tesla, Facebook, Google, et cetera, um, they, have a, <laughs> they have a max, right? They can't just create more Tesla stock out of thin air. Now, sometimes they split it, um, but that doesn't make more of it. It just divides it more. Um, and so you would talk, typically talk about the fully diluted price. Um, and that's important to understand because with cryptocurrencies, a lot of them, like Ethereum, for example, we don't know how many there will be. I'll pause for dramatic effect there. Again, we don't know how many there will be. So if they always continue to make more and more and more with no end in sight, how do I know how much it's going to be worth? Because what happens is, um, and, and let me give you some examples of some uh, real world. So this week, um, so a little bit about me, by the way, you're listening to the Mark Moss Show. 
talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the decentralized revolution. And I'm trying to bring you the information you need to get ahead. Um, and I'm an investor. I've been a full-time investor for over 25 years. Um, and this week I got into three private deals. Um, so these are, you know, venture, venture round, pre-IPO pre kind of deals. And I want to know what price I'm investing at. So one of the deals I got into is a $40 million valuation. Um, and I want to know what that fully diluted is. And because what happens is once I buy in at that amount, they can't print more. They can't create more stock because it would dilute me. It would make my existing stock worth less. So you wouldn't want to do that, right? It makes sense. Uh, if you held Tesla stock, you wouldn't want Tesla to go increase the amount of Tesla stock either. But cryptocurrencies are different where most of these cryptocurrencies, we don't know what the fixed supply is. And to me, that's a problem, right? How do I know what valuation I'm going for? So for example, in this private deal, I'll, I'll talk about more about it later and maybe some different episodes. Um, and actually, if you want to hear more about some private deals I'm doing in these spaces, um, send me a message on social media, Twitter. Uh, I'm super active on Twitter, Instagram, at one Mark Moss. And, uh, you know, give me some feedback. If you want me to talk about more of that, I can. Uh, but basically, my point is, is I look at this company, and I'm investing at a $40 million valuation. That's a lot for a startup, right? Well, shoot, how much could this startup be worth? Could it be worth $500 million? $400 million? Could it, be a, could, could, it, could it have a 10x? Could it be worth a billion? Could I have a 20x, right? And so I'm trying to say, what could this company eventually be? And then what would my return be if I, if I held it until that point? Um, but I know that because they can't create more shares. So with Bitcoin, they can't create more shares. And so I know, hey, Bitcoin could absorb, you know, the gold industry that's, a, you know, over $10 trillion. It could absorb the offshore banking industry that's, um, you know, 30 to $40 trillion. It could absorb the, the debt market. There's another $200 trillion. And so eventually Bitcoin could be worth, you know, hundreds of trillions of dollars. And I know based off the amount of tokens I have what that will be worth. But if you're holding something else, another token that can just continue to print and print and print and create more tokens, then it doesn't ever tell you what your valuation will be because it's inflating so it's devaluing uh, your holdings at the same time. So anyway, hopefully that that uh, helps you out with your with a little bit of investing lesson. That's a, it's an important thing, especially if you're going to be um, putting your money into some of these these projects that are kind of like venture plays. But anyway, back to Bitcoin. So we we did hit that, you know, 68, 69,000 price point this week. And then it quickly turned down. Like everybody was like, no, as a matter of fact, it was about, yeah, about $69,000. And then it just got rejected and went down and crashed. And uh, everybody's freaking out because it dropped all the way down to the price where it was like two days before. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. It's just volatile. And you got to be got to be willing to stomach those drops. But as I say, the price is a distraction because <laughs> if you're with me each and every week, you know there's two things that you need to be paying attention to in new technologies like cryptocurrencies. And that is one, the network growth. How many users are coming on board? How fast is that network growing? And two, how much development is being done on the technology itself? Obviously, if there's no developers and they're not developing anything new and it's dead, then it's I wouldn't expect it to go up in value. And also, if the users weren't increasing, I wouldn't expect it to go up in value. So I watch those two things, and then the price will eventually get where the price is going to be. And this week, we have had some massive, massive developments on those two levers, um, both the network growth and the development on the network. And... Uh, I'm going to tell you what those are, because again, those are the things that you should be watching for. Um, so we'll talk about that. By the way, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies, and we're talking about the decentralized revolution. I'm bringing you the latest news each and every week so you can take advantage of this 
asymmetric opportunity. Like I said, there's millionaires, there's billionaires being made. You can be one of them if you get in now. Now, I know a lot of people say it's too late. You know, I should have bought five years ago. Um, and I'll say that, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. But the second best time to plant a tree is today. And in five years from now, you'll be wishing you had bought cryptocurrencies today, five years before. So you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what is going on with the network growth and the development on the network. So stick with me. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. We are talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. It's sweeping the world by storm. And if you're not paying attention, I don't know where the heck you have been. I mean, it is dominating headlines. Well, I guess there's plenty of other bad things going on in the world today that's uh, that's uh, taking up some headlines as well. But we're going to focus on the good things. We're going to talk about how we can change the world. We're going to talk about how we can make some money along the way. And before the break, I was explaining how, you know, the price is a distraction. But I talk about the price because of that bait and switch. But I was saying that the two things we really want to pay attention to are the network growth and the development that's being done on the network. And so those are the two things that we always want to be paying attention to. And so this week, man, I mean, just every week, that's why you have to be paying attention to this. This week, we had big news, big, big, big time development is, is going on. And um, as a matter of fact, what we saw this week, a couple of big things. One, Twitter, which is probably my favorite social media app. By the way, if you're follow, if you're on Twitter, you should uh, follow me, one Mark Moss. That's just the number one Mark Moss. Send me a message. Tell me you heard me here. But the, the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, he is a big, big, big time Bitcoin bull. We call him a bull, meaning he's bullish, meaning he he believes in it. He's, uh, he's long Bitcoin. And um, he's been long Bitcoin. And Twitter announced that they are launching a dedicated crypto team. So the social media company said Wednesday, it is assembling a team called Twitter, T-W-T-R, Twitter crypto, to look into ways to help creators on the app to earn money or accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin for payment and other ways to use blockchain technology. Oh, so they're going to do a bunch of development on Bitcoin for payment? Now, uh, for some of you that have been tuning in each and every week, then you probably know that there is already a little Bitcoin integration into Twitter. So I have it on my, uh, on my account. Most people do. And so again, if you're on Twitter, send me a message and maybe send me some sats. But basically, right in Twitter, right uh, uh, on your profile, there's like a little icon that looks like a little bit of money, like a little dollar bill kind of. And you can click on it and you can send either money, dollars, or you can send Bitcoin back and forth to other users on Twitter. So it's already kind of in there. And so what they're saying in this in this um, release is that they're looking for ways that they can continue to do that to help creators on the app to earn more money. Ah, let's talk about this. So this is led by a new hire, software engineer, Tess Renison. It's going to report to Twitter's chief technology officer. Um, they're looking to fill a couple roles there. And they say they're going to set the strategy for the future of crypto on Twitter. They see how big this is going to be, and they are jumping in. Now, to, to break this down a little bit, I want you to understand this. So first of all, we have the smartest people in the world coming into Bitcoin. I mean, the smartest investors, I mean, I'm talking old dinosaurs like Ray Dalio and Stanley Druckenmiller and Paul Tudor Jones. I mean, these are the titans. These are the biggest names. I know you know Warren Buffett, but he's kind of he's kind of past his prime. Last couple of decades, he hasn't done too good. But the, I'm talking Stanley Druckenmiller. You maybe don't know these names if you don't know investing, but Ray Dalio, you probably heard of. They're all in Bitcoin. They've all come over. And then you have some of the smartest tech people like Twitter, like Jack Dorsey. 
And so I know a lot of you are listening to this right now. By the way, you're listening to the Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And you know, a lot of you are like, ah, it's it's a fad. You know, it's a scam. It's a joke. It's worthless. It's going to be illegal. You know, whatever. All these things. And I would just ask you just to check your own bias, right? So as humans, humans are horrible investors. And the reason why humans are horrible investors is because we're emotional beings. And as emotional beings, humans are really motivated by only two things. And that is we're motivated by uh, to move towards pleasure and away from pain. And we also have all these biases. And so we have like normalcy bias. We think whatever's happening uh, now is normal and it will continue. Uh, so we have all these biases. And so I know a lot of people think it's, you know, I, I get 5,000 comments a week across my social media. I see it. It's a joke. It's a scam. It's, it's a fad. It's worthless. All these things. But do you really think you're smarter than the CEO of Twitter? Do you? Because that would be a pretty boastful, prideful thing if you did, because they're probably the most cutting edge <laughs> social media platform out there. Uh, you're probably not smarter than they are. Uh, I'm not. I'm certainly not. You're probably not smarter than Stanley Druckenmiller and Ray Dalio. You probably haven't studied financial markets and monetary the history of monetary systems like Ray Dalio. He's one of the best when it comes to history of monetary systems and credit cycles. That's his big thesis. So I know a lot about that. As a matter of fact, I do a lot of talk, a lot of thesis about cycles. And I get a lot of what I do from Ray Dalio. He's the master. So I haven't done as much research as he, as, as he has. So I'm definitely not smarter than him. And he sees it. Paul Tudor Jones sees it. Stanley Druckenmiller sees it and Twitter sees it. So you may think you're smart. You may think it's a joke, a scam, a fad, a trend, whatever. <laughs> but again, I would just ask you to check your bias. All right. Now, back to what they're saying here. I want to I pull this piece up. So they said that they're looking into ways to help creators on the app to earn money. All right. Creators to earn money. Now, the first thing that I want to say is that right now we're seeing this explosion of cryptocurrencies and they're promising to, you know, save the world. Right. Uh, we're going to manage supply lettuce on the supply chain with cryptocurrency and we're going to buy movie tickets with cryptocurrency and all these things. Right. Well, we can already buy movie tickets like that. that that's not really broken. And uh, I don't know the last time you got excited about like a movie theater upgrading their software, but like, I don't even know what software movie theaters run to sell tickets. And frankly, I don't care. <laughs> frankly, I don't care, right? Uh, what is being done here? This is a revolution with money. And, it, and this is, that's what it says here. We're help creators on the app to earn more money. It's the payments. The payments are the problem. The payments are the problem in the world. So the dollar, the money system is, is concentrated by the, by the central bank, by the Federal Reserve. They control the money supply. Remember back to my lesson talking about uh, the market cap. Well, they can just print as many dollars as they want whenever. And that steals the value from my dollars. And so that's a problem, but also the censorship of my money. So for example, PayPal teamed up with the Anti-Defamation League and they made a list of all these people that shouldn't be allowed to get payments. Nope, these are bad people. These are bad people. Uh, they're right wing, they're left wing, whatever. Let's block payments to them. Uh, like OnlyFans uh, you know, reported they were going to lose like 80% of their business. They were going to stop doing uh, you know, adult material, we'll call it that. Um, and I'm not here to say that was good or bad, but the point is, is that who is anybody else to determine who can and can't get money, right? And so really it's the payments. It's not the networks themselves. If we can fix the payments, I think everything else will fix itself. And that's exactly what they're attacking, right? That's exactly what they said. Creators on the app to earn money. So as a creator, I'm a content creator. I'm creating content, talking to you right now. And so um, how do I get paid? 
Well, imagine if my followers, my fans, my subscribers could pay me directly for the content I provided for the value that is provided to me, right? In the world, we get paid for the value we provide. So imagine if I was working so hard to provide value to my followers that they felt so inclined to send me money, to tip me money. And they do. I mean, I do it on YouTube. I do like a... Uh, power, uh, power chat or whatever, and people can tip me money. Um, and so I work hard to provide them value and they pay me back directly. And then I don't need intermediaries. I don't need people in the middle. That is going to change the world. And the way it changes the world is now I'm focused on trying to provide as much value as I can to you. And you can bring that value back to me. And that's what Twitter is doing. But there's actually another strategy. You know, if you use these Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, you know, the spam and the impersonator accounts are out of control and they are going to fix that. I'm going to explain that to you when I get back. You're listening to the Mark Moss show. We're talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the decentralized revolution. I'll be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show, and we're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. We're talking about decentralized revolution. And um, before the break, I was talking about how Twitter announced that they are um, assembling a team and they're launching an entire new crypto initiative. And they said that they want to, they're looking for ways to help creators earn on the app. Um, but what's really cool about this, and, and I was kind of talking about, you know, how much of a revolution that's going to be when creators can get paid directly from the people that benefit from their content. Um, but um, you may not notice, but if you use Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, you probably have noticed by now that the amount of spam on there is out of control. Now, me being a content creator, I probably have dozens, at least dozens of impersonator accounts every day. Um, and so they're, they copy my entire Twitter profile, my entire Instagram profile, my, my YouTube profile, and they use my picture, they have my content, and then they start direct messaging people. By the way, let me give you a warning. If you ever receive a DM, a direct message from Mark Moss on any of those platforms saying, hello, how's your trading and investments going? Uh, let me help you make more money by trading. <laughs> Just I'm telling you right now, that's not me. I'm not a trader. I don't, I don't, I don't trade. I don't think you should trade. I ain't going to help you do it. So uh, if you get a message, just know it's probably from an impersonator, but it's become a massive problem. And I'm, I mean, a massive problem. And unfortunately, uh, like I said, as a creator, this is happening to me all the time and people are falling for this. I get messages from people all the time that say they lost $5,000 by sending it to these scammers, these impersonators. It's a serious problem. And what, what makes me mad is that um, YouTube or, or, or Twitter or whatever, they'll, they'll censor my account. They'll ban my account if I use one of these wrong words. They, they can see them even in my video. They'll transcribe the video. They'll know if I use a wrong word and they'll ban me. Um, but they can't stop these. It's pretty interesting. They can't stop that. I think they would be able to figure it out. But Bitcoin is solving that. So what happens is, um, they they want to look for ways to integrate this. So what they all all they have to do is they have to put a little bit of a fee in there. So actually, uh, interesting story. Um, a lot of people think that Bitcoin is kind of like MySpace, and eventually like Facebook will come along. Like one of these other ten thousand cryptocurrencies is is the is the Facebook, and and Bitcoin's the dinosaur that is um, you know the old technology like PayPal. But that's just, uh, I'm sorry, like um, MySpace. Uh, but that's just not true. Um, as a matter of fact. They had been, there was, I think, about five or six different versions of cryptocurrencies before Bitcoin came along, starting from 1989. So for a decade, there was about four or five pretty notable um, attempts, or five pretty notable um, attempts. One of the guys uh, who, who was one of the founders of Bitcoin that helped write it, um, Adam Back, he was actually... He, the way that he kind of discovered that Bitcoin could work is that he was trying to solve a problem with email spam. And he figured if he could put a little bit of a cost onto the email, it would prohibit spam because what spam does is they just blast everybody, right? And so if they had to pay even a little bit, like a, like a fraction of a penny even, it would be too cost prohibitive for them to do that. 
And so um, they're looking for ways they can do that. So in Twitter, for example, if they said to create an account, it's, you know, 10 Satoshis, which is uh, like a, you know, a 10th of a penny or something like that. Um, so it's, it, it's not, it doesn't really cost me or you anything, um, but it would be prohibitive for spammers to do that or um, to send, to send messages. It would cost you, you know, a fraction of a penny, which to me or you is no big deal. Um, but to these spammers, it would, it would prohibit them from doing that. Now, of course, the problem is <laughs> there's no way to send a fraction of a penny over the internet. You, there's no way to send a penny over the internet. You can't even send 10 cents. As a matter of fact, I don't think you can send like less than a, a buck. You can, like it's like 35 cents for for you know transaction. Typically, you know, you go to restaurants, they say you can't even do ACH if it's like less than $5, right? So how do you send 15 cents over the internet? You can't. And so Bitcoin can fix that. And that's exactly what Twitter is kind of working on. As a matter of fact, there's a there's an app that I'm going to be moving into. It's, it's one of the companies that I'm investing into and I'm going to be working on, and it's called Zion. Um, I'm building a community on there. I'm not. It's not fully built out yet, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but Zion is built on the Bitcoin network, and it, it's uh, right now it's kind of like like Telegram. If you guys have used Telegram, which is also a dumpster fire for spam, um, if you're on if you're on Telegram, if you're if you're in the crypto space, you're probably on Telegram. And what happens is you get you get added to these new groups. Like I didn't join this group. Where did it come from? And then you start to get spammed. And I mean, it's just a dumpster dumpster fire. And so basically, Zion is kind of like a Telegram where it's like. Like basically kind of like one long feed and everyone can kind of communicate and talk between themselves. And then me as a content creator, I can have all my podcasts in there. So you can come in, listen to my podcasts. You can communicate, you can, you can chat back and forth with the community. But what's cool about it is because it's built on the Bitcoin network. Now, a lot of people think Bitcoin's dumb and slow and stupid, and there's way smarter ones out there today. But as a matter of fact, all the development's being done on Bitcoin. And so this, this app Zion, it's literally built on the Bitcoin network. And so um, on Telegram, when users are chatting back and forth to each other or sending messages back and forth on Telegram, it goes through Telegram servers. Or if you're using WhatsApp, it goes through WhatsApp servers, right? Um, but when you do it over Zion, it doesn't go through Zion servers. Instead, it actually goes peer-to-peer -peer over the Bitcoin network. And because Bitcoin is censorship resistant, that means nobody can stop it, block it, or prevent it. Nobody can seize it, steal it, or prevent it. So it's completely censorship resistant, it's comp completely sovereign. So that's pretty cool. But but back to this kind of integrating payments, like what Twitter's doing, um, Zion has already put that in because it's built on the Bitcoin network. It's, it already natively has payments built in. And so in order to join my community, I can say, yeah, it's, you know, it's 10 sats. Uh, to put that into perspective, uh, about 1,500, 1,500 sats is, uh, is about a dollar. Uh, to, to even further explain that for you, a um, dollar is divisible into 100 cents, right? A Bitcoin is divisible into 100 million sats. Same thing, just a different denomination, a different different uh, divisible amount. And so about uh, uh, roughly 13 to 1500 sats equals a dollar. So 10 sats is nothing, right? It's a fraction of a penny. But I can say, hey, it's it's 10 sats to join my community. And then in order to post messages, you put up a bond, um, a bond like a bail bond, right? If, you're, if your buddy went to jail, you had to bail him out. You put the money up. If he shows up to court, you get the money back, right? So it's kind of the same way where I can put up a bond. I put up you know 10 sats or 50 sats to post the messages. And as long as those messages are good, I, I, I keep my bond. But if, if the community manager marks it as spam, I lose my money. 
And again, it's, it's not a big amount. It's a fraction of a penny, but it's enough to stop the spam. And so it's a massive problem. Zion's got it fixed because they're natively built on Bitcoin. And it looks like Twitter is trying to do the exact same thing. And I applaud them because, boy, do we ever need it more and more. And, and staying on this uh, train of uh, development, right, again, the price is a distraction. We're looking at network growth and we're looking at development on the network. Those are the two things. And so um, this week, um, that wasn't the only big news that came out. Uh, Twitter, I mean, obviously, Twitter jumping on and building, building products on it was really, really big. Uh, but they're not the only ones. And so we saw also this week, um, the one of the founders of PayPal came out and said, um, hey, you know, we think this is going to be the next thing. We think that uh, that uh, cryptocurrencies are it. We think that the dollar is dead and they want to continue building on it as well. And so I think that's just important to understand that when you see companies like Twitter, when you see companies like PayPal um, integrating this, building on it, again, that's the development. And when that development happens, that builds value into the future because you know as those new products, as those new features come out, as they're introduced, more people will use it, which then, of course, brings back the first lever, which is more users, and continues to build more value. So hopefully that's making sense to you. Uh, again, we're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. And you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. I appreciate you hanging out with me. And hopefully you hang out with me each and every week at the same time on this same station because this is literally the biggest opportunity you're ever going to have in your life. It's that big. And the only way you can take advantage of it properly is by having the right information. If you have the wrong information, you buy at the wrong time, you sell at the wrong time, you don't understand what you're doing, you don't get enough, you buy too little, you buy too much. And so you don't make good decisions unless you have good information. And I hate to tell you, but most of the mainstream information you're getting is wrong. I've been studying it, researching it, writing about it. Um, I've pub personally written and published over 1,000 pages myself of cryptocurrency research. And so, you know, I know a couple things, and I'm trying to share my information with you straight from my seven years of hard work right into your head each and every week on this channel. You listen to The Mark Moss Show. I'm going to be right back telling you more about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in just a second. All right, welcome back. You are back with me again. You're listening to Mark Moss, the Mark Moss show. We're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. And each and every week, I'm trying to bring to you the most up-to-date information so you have the right information that you need to stay in the biggest trade, the most profitable trade that you've ever been in. And of course, that's understanding the network growth and the development on the network. And so, for example, um, two months ago, Bitcoin had, uh, or maybe it was back in May, so four or five months ago, I guess at this point, um, Bitcoin had hit, uh, hit its previous all-time high of you know sixty-four, sixty-five thousand, and then it proceeded to crash all the way down into thirty, thirty-five thousand range. And so, if you didn't know what you were doing, let's say that you just you know your buddy told you to buy some and you did, but you didn't know he didn't tell you why he didn't tell you what it was. You kind of heard some 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 buzz online or something like that. So you're like, ah, oh, I'll take a flyer. What the heck, right? And you bought some at, at fifty, sixty thousand, and then it drops all the way to thirty-five thousand. You might freak out, and you might go, oh shoot, I can't believe it. Uh, I don't. Why did I buy that? I, I, I'll just sell now. I'll just I'll take my money and I'll just go home. And you do, and you sell, and you take a loss. But if you understood what was going on, you wouldn't be shaken out. And so we call that uh, what we call the the weak hands are like paper hands. They're weak hands. They 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 can't hang on tight. And the reason why they can't hang on tight is because they don't know what they're doing. Before you ever buy any investments, you have to understand 
a couple things. One, what is it that I'm buying? And two, what, where do I think it's going? And three, what are the things that are going to happen in order for it to get there? So for example, I've used uh, real estate as examples before. I heard they're going to build this new development outside of town in five years. Okay, that's the why. So I'm going to go buy a piece of land nearby. That's the what. And then um, how much is it going to be worth? Well, I think it's going to be worth you know X amount when that new development's built. And so let's say that the price of real estate went down in next year. Would I freak out and sell the land? Well, maybe, but I would need to see if those three things were still true. Is that development still on track? Yes. Okay, well then I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna hold on. I'm not gonna have paper weak hands. Sometimes people call them lettuce hands. I'm gonna have diamond hands, strong hands that are gonna hang on because I know what's going on. And so if you know what's going on, then you wouldn't have sold at 30,000, lost half your money, and you would have stayed in it and you would be sitting on new all-time highs. And the problem is, is that most people have bad information. And they have bad information for a couple of reasons. Typically, there's two reasons. One, they think they're too smart. What do I mean by that? Almost the smarter people are, the smarter they are with the economic system, almost the harder time they have of getting Bitcoin. So they'll be like, they take a look at it. Oh, yeah, I get that. I understand it. It's kind of like digital cash. Sure, 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 sure. Or, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's like digital gold. Okay, uh-huh, sure, I get that, right? And so then they, they, they think they understand it. Uh, because they're so smart, uh, but they didn't really ever take the time to put into it. Um, and then it goes to the second um, problem, which really they're actually kind of the same now that I think about it. The other problem is that most people aren't so, they don't think they're so smart. They're just lazy. They're just lazy. I mean, if you're staring at the greatest opportunity of your life that could literally change your entire life. I don't talk a lot about the amount of money that I've made, uh, nor do I want to, but let's just say that... Uh, during uh, during during the like crypto run from like 2016 to 2017, I was writing a cryptocurrency research newsletter. During the time I was publishing that newsletter, I put out over 20 positions to my readers that went up over 1,000 percent. The best call I ever put out went up over 100,000 percent. That turns 500 bucks into half a million dollars. So if you were sitting in, in if you were staring at that kind of an opportunity in front of you. Don't you think it'd be worth a little bit of your time to take a better understanding of it? But most people don't. They're lazy. They don't pay attention. They or, or they're so smart, which they're also kind of lazy. But they're so smart, they're blinded by it. So let me give you an example of this. And and so this is the problem. This is what I'm trying to save you from. By the way, you're listening to the Mark Moss Show, talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and this decentralized revolution that's happening. And I'm going to give you an example because if you're reading headlines, this is another problem that I have. Is today people want to read the headlines. And they don't even bother to read the article. They just read the headline and they think they understand it. But the problem is in, in today's clickbait world, usually the headlines are very misleading. And so I get, you know, I break these things down into videos and I'll take a super complex subject and break it down into like a 20 minute video. And people are like, hey, too long, too long. Give me the short version. And I'm like, dude, if you can't even take 20 minutes to understand this complex subject, you're never going to make it. But let me give you an example. So here's a business insider. Okay, business insider. This is a big uh, website for, for, for financial people. Ken Griffin thinks Bitcoin will be replaced by Ethereum and says the Reddit-fueled conspiracy theories about his involvement in the GameStop saga are like a bad Saturday Night Live joke. So um, this guy, Citadel's Ken Griffin, he said it's going to be replaced by a superior cryptocurrency like Ethereum. Okay, well... 
he obviously doesn't understand what it is. I, I, just based off of that comment, you can understand. Now, you could easily say, and, and, th- and really where most people that are you know somewhat educated wouldn't say that that's like trying to compare an apple to an orange, right? One doesn't really replace the other. Um, I might argue that we don't need oranges. We only want apples. Um, that's, that's, a t- <laughs> that's a different story for a different time. Um, but what he's saying is that uh, Griffin believes a next-generation cryptocurrency based on the Ethereum's blockchain will likely dis- displace it due to its faster transactions per second, smaller energy footprint, and lower transactions cost. All right? So this is how ignorant he is. And I'm sorry to use that word. I know that might be a little bit strong. So, again, let me read that again. Griffin believes. Now, this is this is the guy from Citadel. This guy's a billionaire. All right. Like he's a baller. Like, I mean, he knows way more about uh, how to game the financial system to get rich than I do. But this is just a a, a apparent blind spot. He says, um, based on Ethereum blockchain will likely displace Bitcoin due to its faster transactions per second and lower transaction costs. So what he's missing is that the way technology works is actually the same way that money works. It works in layers. So gold is a base settlement, right? So if I was going to pay in gold, I'd have to send gold. Eventually, we got that was hard, so we did paper gold certificates. The paper gold certificates were easier to transact. That was a second layer. And then we got bank checks. That's a third layer. Then we got credit and debit cards. That's a fourth layer. Then we hook Venmo to our credit cards. That's a fifth layer. So now the, now the finance system has five layers, right? And so each one gets faster. Gold's still really slow. Paper gold is, is faster, but Venmo's the fastest. Well, also, Bitcoin and technology scales like that. So Bitcoin... Or like the internet, you have TCP IP, that's the protocol. And then you want email. Okay, HTTPS, you put that on top, or I'm sorry, SMTP. And then you want security, so you put HTTPS, and that's layers. And Bitcoin's the same way. So back to his his comment, um, it will, Bitcoin will be displaced because Ethereum is faster transactions and lower transaction costs. So right now, today, um, Bitcoin has a second layer. It's called Lightning. And I can already transact Bitcoin faster and cheaper than any other cryptocurrency. Instant. I mean, I'm talking like by the time you hit the button on your phone to send it, before you even release your finger off the button, the money's already there. And it's done for one sat. Remember, 1,500 sats is a dollar. So one sat is one fifteen hundredth of a dollar. Um, so he obviously doesn't even understand. Now, this is not a big secret. Um, you probably are aware by now that the entire country of El Salvador has adopted Bitcoin and you can go to Starbucks or McDonald's or the pupusa stand on the corner and you can pay in Bitcoin right now today. It's been that way since September, September 7th is when the law went into place. It's been working since before that as well. I've been there personally and I've, I've bought things there like a coffee or whatever with Bitcoin and I do it on the lightning network and it's faster and cheaper. So for someone like this to have either, either he's a liar, which probably is not the case. I'm not accusing of that, but he's ignorant. And so if you're getting information from people like that, you're gonna have a tough time. And that's exactly why I'm trying to come to you each and every week to give you the information you need so you don't get shaken out with your weak paper, (laughs) soft lettuce hands. If I give you the right information, you can have strong diamond hands. There's a, this isn't financial advice. In my opinion, at this point, it's the best risk-adjusted trade I've ever seen in my lifetime. There's uh, easy 10x upside. Now, a 10x upside a thousand percent. I mean, the stock market's averaged a six percent return. So you're saying, Mark, you say a thousand percent? 
Yeah, I'm saying a thousand percent. It's 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 that big of an opportunity, and so that's why you want to tune in with me each and every week. So if, while you're at it, grab your phone, uh, make sure to put a calendar reminder for this date, this time, this channel, and come back with me each and every week to the Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin, talking about cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. It's the most important part of your week. It'll be the most profitable part of your week. I can tell you that. Uh, I'm Mark Moss. Thanks for listening. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.